This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Our offense was bad. Our defense was good, but not as good as the Steelers. This is much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. On this historic day in our nation's history, Americans everywhere go to the polls to elect their next president. We can't tell you who's going to win this election, but we can tell you who's not going to be elected to the Pro Bowl. Carlos <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> Number 22. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Mm-hmm. What's happening? What's happening? Dudes, I already said, I said this before we started the podcast. I am not going to kick Carlos Rogers today. Good, because I am. You go for it. You go for it. I'm going to wind it right up. Aaron, are you here? I can't even hear you. Dude, I haven't said anything yet. I've just been using sound effects. He's just been using his little sound effect button. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. I can Good. hear you oh, now. Okay. Good. So it's not a technical difficulty that we're so used to having. No. Maybe we're, maybe we're getting a few guys over from the network behind us. Dude, why do I have to say anything if this says it all? Very nice. Anyway, y'all, welcome to Harry Hog, episode 145, the original Redskins fans podcast. Coming at you live from Cool Mountain. 145. 145. Yeah. My goodness. Which was Mike pro- Sellers plus 100. I think 145 uh-huh. was about the Redskins' total yards last night. That was, I believe that's pretty close. I'll, I'll have to check that out here in a minute. Was that, was that horrible or what? And here's my thought. You know, the Redskins is a good team. The Steelers' defense rocked, and they proved last night why they're the number one defense in the NFL. But my thought Absolutely. is, my thought is this: these two teams could they not could they not meet up later on in a, in a large game, possibly? Um, Very well, could not if the Redskins keep playing that crappy on offense. They can't. No dudes, no dudes. That's what I'm saying. I, I just have a feeling the Steelers has got the Steelers' defense has the Redskins' number, and. I just worry. Well, they did this time. Yeah, I mean, I worried if they if they were to meet up again in in a in a game of uh, greater magnitude of magnitude or whatever. Yes, I, I would worry. I would worry. Dude, I was worried about the game of that magnitude. I was too. Right now, the Redskins are zero two on uh, night games this season. They always suck in night yeah, games. Yeah, disturbing trend. Well, and dude, what was with the all burgundy? Dude, that was like the ugliest. Oh, dude, I can't even joke the Cowboys about having non-matching blue or non-matching blue anymore after those things. Yeah, I, I actually saw some footage on Comcast before Aaron got to see any of it, and I was on the phone with Aaron for that at that point. And I was like, "Dude," and he's like, "What?" And I was like, "Silent for a minute," and then I said, "They're wearing old burgundy, and they don't <laughs> even match." And I knew. <laughs> so that was really going to piss you off, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, who makes that decision? Is that Zorn that? That makes that decision. Who's that? Zorn. Who knows? Maybe it's Who's some that? intern. Oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> <Who's that>? dude. 
How many weeks? How many weeks in a row? Can Aaron, we that, was, that, was Aaron's imitation. that was Aaron's imitation of a John Jansen trying to block that dude on the right side. All late. Oh, man. What a what a crazy thing. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know if Zorn made that decision on the co- on, on, on the, uh, the, the outfits. I was about to say the costumes because they almost look like costumes. You know what it um, might have been? You, you know, they look like there's all this talk like you hear about uh, the Indianapolis Colts and they got this new stadium with the retractable roof. They make this big deal. Anytime you watch a Colts game, they'll make a big deal out of it. They can actually change the roof up to 90 minutes before the game. It might be one of those kind of things. Zorn can actually change the uniforms up to 90 minutes before the game. Well, I wish he had done that, because when they came out like two hours before for warm-ups, everyone was like, uh... <laughs> they could have at uh, least changed the uniforms at halftime because they weren't working for them. Now, are they allowed... Would they be allowed to do that? No. I, I don't know. I think maybe they've just left the lights behind in Detroit. Like, they couldn't find them. Like, some... some person in Detroit, like, stole them all. No, seriously, like, if they came out at halftime, could they be like, guys, let's put the white pants on at least. I mean, would they let them do that? Well, they probably didn't put on the whites because at halftime they would have looked like the Browns from getting knocked down so much. (laughs) There was something on the Washington Post this morning that talked about how basically burgundy equals bruise. Like, all burgundy means bruise or something. They just look bruised. (laughs) They look like a college team out there. Yeah. More ways than one with those outfits. Then you know it was they lost and everything, but that would have been a perfect game, the Monday night game for them to come out with the uh, with the yellow helmets again with the R. Yeah, I think the yellow helmets would have given them the extra power they needed to win that game. Dude, dude, they awesome. need to come out with the burgundy jerseys and the gold pants, man, like all old school, like thirties and forties style. Oh yeah, totally. Anyway, well, enough we, about maybe the they're, maybe they're saving up the uh, bring back the, the yellow helmets for the. Uh, the Cowboys in two weeks. Yeah. Hey, that yo. is again another Monday or another Sunday night game. Which um, is another, I'm sorry, another night game, the third one this season. Uh, the Redskins, for the most part, have not had good luck with uh, night games. That's for sure. Dude, I'm in, in one foul swoop, I am going to sum up <laughs> why the Redskins lost this game. I will do so in a multi segment portion of this podcast. You just said one, one swoop. Yep. Multi-segment. Yep, I know that seems contradictory, but it's not. All right. Uh, uh, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Give my love to the princess. All right, dude. So, <clears throat> anywho, here we are. We got our, uh, uh, not to use a little bit of profanity, but we got our asses handed to us on Monday night. Uh... That means destroyed. Yeah, it pretty much got destroyed. And the funny thing is, looking at the stat line, like we were talking about uh, total yards, uh, Pittsburgh had a total of 229 yards, only eight yards ahead of the Redskins, who had, of course, 221 yards, total yards on the game. Yeah, so that goes to show you that our defense wasn't really playing that much worse than theirs, or was our offense just playing that much worse than theirs? Yeah, we went 3 for 15 on third down. Yeah, 20%. 0 for 2 on fourth, including <laughs> 1 on the one-foot line. <laughs> 1 on the one-foot line where they threw a pass to Lorenzo Alexander. Dude, and Cooley was totally open on the right side, on the edge. Yeah. 
And I've I had, think Alexander would have caught that ball though. If the defender just got in there and got his hand on it, it was going right into his bread basket. Yeah, he would have caught he it. Doesn't wear number twenty-two. I think he would have caught it. Dude, he would have caught it if he was open, like Cooley was. Dude, that game really sucks. Campbell went twenty-four for forty-three. Hmm. He was—he just was not on, man. He was—he was passes were behind. They were high. He was throwing high a lot. They mentioned that the uh, the people covering the game there. Uh, but you know, like I said, only eight yards left in Pittsburgh. The time of possession was just only separated by about a minute and a half. But the turnovers and third down efficiency. And the block punt. Is a block punt. Is that considered a turnover? Because it should be. Yeah, it should be for sure. I don't know who to blame for that, but you could see that they had loaded up on the left side when they had a camera angle coming from the end zone, like backing up slowly right before they hiked it. And I was like, dude, there's a lot of guys over there. And a guy on the end ran a little stunt around and came around uh, the second guy and and totally got in and blocked the punt. Dude. Stunt. So, before we go into the kicks, do you want to go into the um, O-line report? The what? It's time for the O-line report with John okay, dude. Adams. All right. No, no, dude, John. John, I have, to, I have to, like, cut you off here because this is the moment. <laughs> this is the moment. The moment I was talking about. Do we have a drum roll? I will. No, but we have this. Single handed. <laughs> no, that's like a, what do you call it? That's not a roll. A rim that's shot. A, a rim shake. Um, <laughs> I will, sing, I will single handedly. Here's a, here's a drum roll. In a, that's a drum roll from Michael Irvin. Um, I will single handedly here uh, in a multi-segment uh, portion of this podcast, tell you in one foul swoop why the Redskins lost that game. Well, hurry up, dude! All right, dude. Quit dragging it, it out. <laughs> it's the O line. Not only was the O line horrible, in my opinion, but they also get my kick. So there's the multi-segment. I give the O-line my kick. They couldn't protect their quarterback. They couldn't – I mean, if, if you wanted – if we, if the Redskins were opening up a uh, – or just to run through it, it was because Mike Sellers had to run and punch a little hole. Dude, the O-line had a horrible night. Dude. There were only two runs that I can remember that that Portis did – that Portis was able to gain substantial yards. One was that 22-yarder with Mike Sellers in front of him. Yep. And the other one, I don't remember how far it was, but Yoder was the one who on the lead block. Yeah. And other than that, they were just, they got owned. The whole offensive line, the O-line looked old. Like, they all looked old. Not only that, but but on a Ray running play. Held on a run! On a running play, Raybach held. Again. Dude, say it again. And Dude. you know who else was holding all night? Samuels. After John was, like, was holding praising him. Starts. How many horrible, holding penalties did he get? Horrible, dude? horrible. How many holding penalties did Pro Bowl Chris Sam- Pro Bowler Chris Samuels get? Uh, he 
had at least two, maybe three. I know he had at least one false start, maybe two, but I think one was uh, declined. Which was um, He had basically an horrible game, which means his, his injury must have really been bothering him because I can't imagine any other reason that he would have been that bad because he sucked. Yeah, he was horrible. He was just, yeah. yeah. I think the word of the evening is horrible. The whole horrible. O-line. The horrible. Whole... The O-line was horrible. Let me tell you this. I was in um, Finch's uh, restaurant um, this past weekend. We went there to grab some brunch. And uh, if you don't know, Finch's has been around. It's a Raleigh institution. It's been there for like, um, I don't know, 60 years or something. Haven't I been there? Is that a little diner place? Yeah, it's a little diner. Anyway, they got, a, they got a makeover recently. there with you. Finches. Is that the one anyway. with the airplanes on the ceiling and stuff? The airplane place? No, no, that's a different place. That's that's Lily's Pizza. Oh, anyway, Finch's is uh, just this little greasy spoon that's been there forever, and you get a mix of everybody from contractors to politicians to whatever. But uh, it's right downtown. Um, I went in there, and this girl comes in with her uh, boyfriend, and she's wearing this shirt, and the shirt says, Show us your O face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it said and I was like and I pointed it out to Amy I was like Amy do you think she'd let me go take a picture of that shirt the only thing is is that where it said it was in a place she might think I was trying to take a picture of something else so uh we decided it was best that I shouldn't shouldn't go take a picture alright good story <laughs> good story good story save it for a party well um Without further ado, I yeah, think it's dude. about O-line. time to uh, continue on. John, you have something to add about the O-line being horrible? or They're horrible. Does that pretty much sum it They're up? They're horrible. That pretty much summed it up. They're horrible. All right, without further ado then, it's time for... It's time for this week's Kicking <laughs> the Balls Award. <laughs> dude, it's time for... It's time for... <laughs> I forgot that was already on the recording, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, the O-line. There you go. Um, Josh's kick goes to the O-line. Who's your kick go to, um, dude? My kick? Oh, you know who my kick goes to. If any of you guys have been to the website, I broke out the picture once again. You couldn't even we wait till the podcast. A game balls. What's that? You couldn't even wait till the podcast to break out your kick. How many times do we have to say, Carlos Rogers, screaming at the TV, do we have to say, you've got to catch that? The balls hit him in the hands, they hit him in the numbers. What's his deal? He called him out at the press conference, too. Without really saying it, he called him out at the press conference. He was like, well, you know, something worked on blah, blah, blah. But then, like, he made some gesture with his face, like some facial expression right at the end that said, yeah, he's got to do better. Oh, yeah, then did you hear, yeah, when he was talking about it? No, he called him out yeah. with saying it. He's like, what am I supposed to do? Go into the meeting tomorrow and uh, uh, not say anything? And then someone's going to bring it up. And then what am I supposed to say? See? Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> he, goes, <laughs> he goes, 
See? And then he like raised his eyebrows all like all like a Magnum PI style. Yeah, like he was gonna say to Carlos Rogers, I told you. He was <laughs> he was like, We talked about that very situation and if it happened, how we had to pull it in and stuff like that. This week in practice. See? You know what, dude? If you didn't know any better, you look at his line. He was four tackles, two assists, three passes descended. Yep. But Pass interference. Touchdown to Holmes. He gave up that. Oh, can we that, talk that about that for a second? Dude, can we talk about that touchdown to sure. Holmes for a second? He stood in the sure. end zone, 10 yards off the ball, and watched Antonio Holmes catch it in front of him and dive in the end zone before he decided to uh, move up. Dude, where, what, what was he thinking about, man? It was like all that real estate. He was just one-on-one, and he couldn't make a decision. Dude, here's a decision. Keep him out of the end zone. That's the only decision you didn't know. <laughs> He didn't even touch him until he was in the end zone. And then he still didn't touch him because yeah. he do- dove over the pylon. He might as well yep. have been sitting yep. in the first yep. row of the end zone with the fans holding up those signs that say, "Not do not enter here with the... <laughs> <laughs> Stuff Seriously, like that. It's like, he can't catch a ball. His hands don't work. He can't even use his hands to go tackle a guy. And this is all after John last week and you and me. We all were starting to come around saying, yeah, maybe he is getting better. Maybe he is. Well, he pulled one over on us. You know what? Actually, the first uh, the first drive or two of the game, I thought he was actually playing better this game. And then it's just like it all went to crap. Dude, I, Tom Brenneman last week, I think it was him, because I don't even know who these announcers were, was saying that Carlos Rogers is establishing himself as a shutdown corner. Yeah, he shuts himself down. He can't catch balls and he can't tackle people. He just shuts down and doesn't do his job. If that's Dude. what you call a shutdown corner. And we didn't have much help on the other side. Fred Smoot got beat by like five yards on that bomb from Leftwich. It was at least five yards. At oh, least. yeah, that was ridiculous. He was so burnt. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention that that pass interference where he ran down and, and like, hit Hines Ward way before the ball got there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rogers. Dude, you know what they need like to do? like he was trying to save a touchdown. All he had to do was turn around. <laughs> I know, dude. They need to, you know? They need to uh, take Colt Brennan and give him, like, a dumpster full of footballs, and he needs to just sit there, like, 10 yards away from Carlos Rogers and just beam him at him, like, Literally for four hours. You know, he should have to come in and, and practice just catching balls. Yeah, he can't go home until he catches, like, hmm, let's set the bar high for him. Three until in a row? Until he catches 85% of the balls. Or three in a row would be good for him, dude. Or just one. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> best, of, best of three. Best of five. Best of seven. Until he can stand there. All right. He can't go home until he stands there and they throw three balls at him. And then three balls at John, and he's got to count catch more of his three than John catches of his. And then he can go home. So, like, next month, he might be able to go home. Ugh. Well, dude, who's your kick going to? Carlos Rogers, dude. Both of you? Yes. He was horrible, right. dude. Well, horrible. that was easy. <laughs> That's all. I don't even have anything to say. I mean... It was, uh, uh, I couldn't take it Dude, anymore. I'll pay it for you this time. Dude, that sounded almost exactly like the recording. <laughs> I like to keep it consistent.
John, all I can say is we need to talk to our man on the street, Tom Humphreys, who was there to get the real feel of the stadium. But a couple of those times when the announcers were like, this seems like, listen to these Pittsburgh fans standing up and cheering. It was when Pittsburgh had the ball. So it was probably Redskins fans. Yeah, that's a really good point. I noticed that too. It was probably the Redskins fans cheering for the defense, and then the Pittsburgh fans stood up and started swinging those little towels around too. So, yeah. I don't know how much of that. Cowls, you know, it makes it look like there are many more. Yeah, but also, why would you cheer on your offense unless you're a Cowboys fan and just stupid? Yeah, Seriously. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I know I saw Pete Kendall on, on today saying that, or I didn't see him, but I read that he said uh, he did not think – he didn't think poorly of the fans will be tickets. He's like, I'm being paid to play, so there's no reason they should – get paid to sell their, their high price tickets is basically what he said. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't have a problem with it. They're just trying to make a profit like I am. Anyway. And I mean, we all know that the, we all know the, the extreme value of the uh, season ticket. We also that know, dudes, we also have to point out that a lot of people that we've talked to can't make it to those night games because they have children, they have school the next day. Um, a lot of them were yeah, probably thinking about how they had. A lot of them were probably thinking about how they had to get up at the butt crack of dawn to go vote before work. Stuff like of you. that nature. Like you, like me. Yeah, they closed your polls early, dude. I think they closed them at six or seven. But anyway, six, I think, for you. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Um. All I know is this. I don't know if I can speak ill of the fans that were or were not there because um, I wasn't there to get the overall atmosphere of the stadium. And I think we're going to have to... I don't know if it's... I mean, it seemed like in the first quarter the fans were really staying out of the cranking, so I don't don't know. I know one thing. That place was packed. I don't know if I've seen it that full in a long time. You could could not tell. The the middle ring, the gold and burgundy one that's got the, the... different colored chairs to make it look like people are actually there when they're not. Um, that <laughs> ring was actually, it looked like it was full. No, they don't and, and he, our buddy Danny on the, on the website, he might be able to tell us, because I believe he and his dad's uh, seats are in that ring. But he might be able to tell us more about that as well. So anyway, that's the point I wanted to bring up. Um, people were talking a lot about how the Steelers fans were, were overpowering the Redskins fans. But Aaron, I think you're right. That's it. That the uh, Steelers they were in fact cheering a lot on offense, and so that was really just basically helping our team. But there were players that were quoted 
and saying that, uh, especially O-linemen who were saying they had to go to a silent snap count for the first time at home that they could ever remember. Yep. Huh. Well, it didn't help. Anyway, yeah, moving funny. forward, dudes. That's not an excuse. Moving forwards. It's time. Moving forward. Wait, I can't say that anymore because it's in the recording. <laughs> what time is it? Anyway, what I was about to say was moving forward. What time is it? Now, <laughs> the company in Everlusa Game Ball Award. <laughs> I didn't say it's time for in that one. No, you didn't. You said it was <laughs> and ever elusive. For but Car- not so elusive that I'm not going to give one. It's so elusive that Carlos Rogers rarely gets his hands on one. <laughs> he rarely okay. holds on to one. Here's my game ball, and I can honestly say it's a game ball that I've never given before. Fincher the Clincher? Nope. Demetri Evans. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, dude. Most underrated player on the team. How many Demetri sacks Evans did he have? Two, at least. Had, had two sacks. Mm-hmm. And... A sackle. Didn't he have a... Did he not have a tip? Didn't he tip a ball? He didn't. I don't believe he had a tip in this game. Maybe surprisingly, he but he made up for it with his two sacks. Two sacks, and 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 I just generally thought that he was on his game. I mean, he's underrated. He's he's not a bad player at all. No, been uh-huh. saying it for a long time. John always refers so, to him as the most underrated Redskin. Yeah, I think so. Nothing flashy there, but Demetrius Evans. Certainly stuck out in this game. So. Yeah. He had a good game. 92. There you go. All right. Um, let's see. My game ball. My game ball is going to Fincher the Clincher. Fincher the Clincher, the last man to make the roster. Did he even play? He Did was you? in. He was probably in on all the special teams plays, but I only remember seeing him once. On the kickoff? And it was on the very first play because he was right <laughs> in the middle of the line, and that onside kick went squigging to him, and he flew down there and jumped right on it. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was... So was my that game ball goes to Fincher the Clincher for making the most of his, his opportunities. Was that the dumbest thing you've ever seen, to try to do that? Well, it wasn't even a real... It was like the Colts. It was like the Colts in the Hall of Fame game. It's well, the same thing. Dude, I have to say this. And I Cream thought Gordon it was dumb. On that one. I thought it was dumb until I saw their defense. Yeah, well, they didn't even kick the ball 10 yards. But I mean, that's because I'm no, just saying. No, it wasn't 10 yards. The penalty was for uh, offside. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was dumb until I saw their defense hold us on two, three and outs, and yet we were winning 6 to nothing. fact that we didn't score a touchdown on either of those first two drives after that and the, uh, the, the pick by Cornelius after Andre Carter tipped it. Um, it is Cornelius Griffith caught a, a pick. What is wrong with him? Seriously, dude. <laughs> I think we should put Cornelius Griffin on. Um, we should, right, we should right. let him start playing corner. <laughs> <laughs> No, dude. Seriously, all, all all he needs to play corner is a flashy pair of bright yellow shoes. That's it. Think, oh yeah, boy, the Kornheiser like those shoes. I think Fincher the Clincher should play corner. Anyway, I think right. Fincher the Clincher needs some more game time. Is it time for my? Uh, Who's your game ball? Game dude? ball. 
I've been putting a lot of thought into this. I kicked around three different people before I settled on Chris Horton. He was pounding people. That's a good one, although he did have a penalty in this game. He did? He had one on a uh, block in the back, or it was a hold on a kick. But we never saw the play. Who knows? True, there was true or not. But, yeah, Horton's line, four tackles, one assist, one sack. And one pass defended. There was like a couple series be, where he was in on like every play. Like he was mad. It cannot be denied that he is going to be a key player for the Washington Redskins if he keeps this up. But I also wanted to he point out. much more consistently. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I wanted to point out that um, I thought Chris Cooley improved over last week. Slightly. Yeah, Cooley did have a good game. He did. Um, he did, but there's, you know, I, I think it was just their defense again. But, I mean. There was a one play where I thought for sure he was going to do the stretch and make the first down, and it's almost like he just he tried. To. He couldn't. Yeah, he, he tried just couldn't to, get though. there. Yeah, Nor- yeah I was really saying to John for seventy-eight. By the way, I was saying to John, I was like, normally that's one where Chris Cooley would have dragged the dude like two extra yards and got the first down, but their defense is just too tight. Dude, there was no dragon. There was no dragon yeah. to be had. I know. Stout man, that defense is is, is tight man. You know, a lot of times when you have a really physical football game, a lot of hitting, um, you know, there was really very little uh, jawing. Um, we didn't really have any uh, bitching about late hits. I don't think the studios played dirty at all. Um, I, you know, they're just out. Their defense is outstanding. There's no, yeah, there's no complaints that I had. We just got beat. Yeah, pretty it, much. Just it wasn't all the way around. Yeah, it wasn't like one of those games where like, man, we should have won that game like the Rams. It was like, yeah. dude, we just got beat. Yeah. Yep. That's all yeah. you can say. Anyway, all right, Pretty so that much. wraps up the uh, uh, Game Balls Award. And it's time for John's segment. And we got some new music for it. And it goes something like this. It's time for the Injury Report with John Adams. Wait, that's the old music. <laughs> dude, dude, Aaron, Dude, we might as well just call you the Carlos Rogers of the night, man. The Carlos the never. The Carlos Rogers of area of football. <laughs> Better late than never. Alright, um... Injury report going into the bye week. Thankfully, we finally have the bye week coming up so people can rest for themselves. <laughs> um, you probably cut the music any time now. <laughs> 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 um, the big news, the big people were worried about Chris Samuels and Santana Moss. They made it through. Um, apparently, they didn't re-aggravate anything. Um, Apparently, they made it through, and they weren't worse than what they were beforehand. But obviously, both of them were affected. Um, I know Santana Moss was pulling a lot of double teams, but neither one of them had a good game. You could tell they were not 100%. Um, it's looking like Springs and Taylor will be back for the Cowboys game coming up. The uh, Ron Landry is doing, but did not uh, aggravate his hamstring. Lidell he was Beckham aggravated there. Kelly are going to, uh, what's that? LeRon Landry looked pretty ag- aggravated at Carlos Rogers a few times. He went over to him, like, shaking his head. Like, what are you doing? Basically, when LeRon Landry has to make a tackle, it's because someone screwed up. 
Mm-hmm. And you can tell he's just got that. Oh man, why? Every time he get up for making a tackle, he just get, yeah, you, exactly what you said. He just kind of shake his head and he had that look of I shouldn't have had to make that tackle. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on <laughs> and now, you can Papa. Tell he was mad about. Come on, Papa, 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 Papa. So uh, the only injuries from the game, um, there weren't any huge ones. Lorenzo Alexander, um, who nearly had his first catch. Had a shoulder injury. Montgomery uh, strained his Achilles. That's something that hopefully this bye week will help with because we can't really afford to lose any uh, any guys in the middle there. And uh, Marcus Washington apparently injured his rotator cuff, but he is supposedly supposedly going to be fine and should be ready for the Cowboys game as well on the 16th. Dude, did you hear what the report on uh, Roethlisberger's injury? On who? Roethlisberger. What was his Rob injury? Uh, no, I didn't check it. Oh, I did okay. not check on the Steelers. Okay. Just didn't know if you heard. Injury report. Oh, and uh, Liddell Betts and Malcolm Kelly. Um, Betts, it looks like, might be back for the Cowboys game. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. And um, the same thing with Malcolm Kelly, as always. He's injured. He might be ready to play next week, or they might put him on injured reserve. Same thing they say every week. So. Well, they need to put him on injured That's- reserve if he's not going to do anything. I know, man. We could have maybe we could have used someone like Billy McMullen out there. <laughs> Billy McMullen's on. <laughs> Billy McMullen is on the Jets, I think, and I think he got put on injured reserve already. I think he got it hurt. Oh man, I'm glad we didn't. Uh, glad we didn't keep Billy McMullen. Jeez, what a good choice! <laughs> All, right. All right, so that's the injury report. As we know now, it's, well, you know, in in honor of this week's this week's game. <laughs> in honor, thank you, Carly Simon. In honor of this week's game, uh, you know, I gotta say there was a lot of flax and locks that were hanging out of the back of the helmets. So uh, we picked up uh, the sponsor again. Um, what's it called? X Mansions. X Mansions. Yes, X Mansion is our wonderful sponsor again this week. Um, not only was Aaron's dog uh, Chris Horton flowing with the locks out the back, but we also, of course, had the, the guys on the Steelers team. Um, you know, the two, uh, the two Malu. like-sounding names, Palomalu and Mapalatu or whatever the other guy's name is. Uh, Kimotoa. Kimotoa, something like that. Kimoa, Kimoatu or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll take a station break here, and uh, and, and uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Extension. this week. Extension. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please All right, we're back here at Harry Hog Football, and uh, just a few notes I wanted to point out before we move on with the NFC East report. Um, Christmas holidays are coming up. If you guys are going to be buying anything from Amazon, eBay, Redskin stores for your loved ones, why not go through our site because we get a little cut and it doesn't cost you any extra. Just click on through from our links at Harry Hog Football Store. Or you can go to our store and buy a nice Dallas uh, Cowboys star bullet hole shirt for your <laughs> beloved Redskins or 31 other teams, except for the Cowboys that might 31 like 31 teams agree. Anyway, I just had to That's right. Over. And Aaron, I'm calling you out. I'm calling Aaron out on something right now. I just figured out why you asked me if Ben Roethlisberger or what Ben Roethlisberger's injury was. Why? Why? Because you have him on your fantasy team. Oh, oh. 
Dude, oh, your but, personal agenda. Oh, I was but, like, wow, the world are you asking about Ben Roethlisberger? It's Burger's injury. Hold on, dude. Before you call me out on that, you got to tell them who my quarterbacks right. were this week on my fantasy team. You had Roethlisberger. Who was the other one? I'll, Drew I'll, Brees. I, I know what you're, where you're going with this. Drew Brees. Drew, Drew Brees, who was on high, and you had Roethlisberger. So who did you play? Drew Brees. Nobody. No, I played Drew Brees. <laughs> Are you serious, dude? Right. Well, same thing. He played the person on bye week. Dude, Josh, you had a guy on bye, and I don't think you ever switched him out. No, I think you're right this week. Dude, it, all, it didn't really cost me not to play with a quarterback since Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> would have only got me two points anyway. And for a while, he had negative points. So anyway, dude, yeah, in principle, I'm trying, hard, I'm I'm trying really hard to uh, get in the last place again, but it's been, it's been a long haul. You're doing a good job. Good job. I'm pretty proud of you for that one. Josh, you're good at coming in last in fantasy. Dude, dude, it's hard, man. I took an early lead. I had that huge week with Brett Farm. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> anyway. Hey, Matt, before we move on, I want to talk about the uh, the uh, quote from Zorn about the burgundy on burgundy uniforms. I guess not really a Zorn a quote, but he said if the players request the burgundy on burgundy again, that he will uh, allow it, which tells me that the players asked for burgundy on burgundy. Well, it didn't work. We're going to have to find out if that's true or not. We'll see if we can find that out. Um, but whoever came up with that idea, you suck. Dude, <laughs> I mean, were they like in a locker room going, dude, we should wear the burgundy on burgundy. That would be sad. Well, did it get to like Monday afternoon? They're like, we're on national TV and we don't have any like special uniforms or anything. Well, let's do the throwback uh, yellow helmets, and the Steelers could do their throwbacks. It's like, no, because we both have the same color throwback helmets. You can't have yellow helmets everywhere. <laughs> oh, man, and yellow or gold is, you know, like a Steelers color. And no, like, Carl, Rogers, you know, like, what are we going to do? Carlos Rogers jumps up and goes, hey, man, I know. Why don't we wear burgundy on non-matching burgundy? With gold <laughs> shoe. Carlos Rogers' idea. We can, we, can tap our, we can tap our ankles together and say, there's no place like FedEx. Fincher the clincher. Like Fincher the clincher. There's no Fincher place the like clincher. running home. <laughs> anyway, um, so... Uh, All right, it's time for the NFC East report with John Adams. I don't have music for that. How come it's always with me? Josh, John, John does all the reports. That's what it is. Um, okay. You're uh, at the news desk, John. <laughs> with John at the here's, news here's desk. The <laughs> here's the kicker that John here you Dude, I can't hear what it, where, where, what are you saying? I said, because you're at the news desk. <laughs> the news desk. At the news desk. Oh, okay. I thought you something, something like news something or other. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm happy to chime in on the, uh, on the NFC East report. All right, Josh, take away that. the NFC. All right, John, you take a break. <laughs> and John, Josh, here, it's your chance to take over the uh, NFC East report. With welcome Josh to the Allen. NFC East report with Josh Allen. Data provided by John Adams. Uh, <laughs> so, so here's how it stands in the NFC East right now, obviously, and uh, well-known as the toughest division in the National Football League. The New York Giants are still on top with a record of 7-1. and one. Um, Washington Redskins, you know, we're sitting right behind them at 6-3, and three, but we've got a bye this week. So that... Uh, you know, what, what that could do is this. The Giants are going to be playing Philly on Sunday night. So if the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Nats, that's going to put the Eagles at 6-3. and three. The Giants will be 7-2. and two. We will be tied for second place with Philadelphia. 
Dallas, of course, um, sits in uh, lowly last at five and four at this point. Um, that could bring them up to six and four, which they would still be behind us because they would have lost one additional game. I also have to point out that I think we would actually be still in second if Philadelphia wins because of the head-to-head matchup, if I'm not mistaken. The head-to-head matchup. And Dallas is also on by this week. Their next game is the Washington game at night. Oh, excellent, excellent. So so Dallas is, uh, Dallas is up for us next, um, both for us and for them. So we're their next opponent. They're ours. Um, yes, so and, hopefully uh, that, that clears it up for you listeners. <laughs> about how, what's how'd going I do? On. Pretty By good. the way, that Dallas game, that Dallas game is at home on Aaron's birthday. That's yeah, right. so if any of you guys out there have tickets you want to donate to me <laughs> for my birthday present, I will not deny them. Send me a I will not deny them. Send me a uh, <laughs> send me an email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball dot com and uh I will send you my address to mail those um, tickets or, to you. Or you guys can just send them an email at that address just laughing hysterically. Or you can call, or you can call the hog line and uh, and leave that message right there, laughing hysterically at two zero six two zero three one five six six. Say, speaking of dudes, I got a mail. Who am I sending the flag to? I need to do that this week. You need uh, to send it to who's uh, get, one of us, whichever one. Yeah. Well, I got to send it to one of you guys because we're one and zero with that Dallas flag. It's got a notch on the flagpole. Dude, I'll fly it. I'll fly it proudly on, on my new uh, on, on my new flagpole on the front of the house. All right. Okay. Uh, so, all right. Speaking of the next game, let's go ahead and talk about that. Next game, Dallas at home on my birthday. And uh, Dallas, if you guys didn't see the game on Sunday afternoon, they looked worse than we did. Is all I can say about that. But they're supposed to have Tony Romo, kind of hard to do. their savior, back. Did you guys see yeah, at the end of that game when uh, What's-Her-Face Pam Oliver was interviewing Justin Tuck on the field? It cracked me up. I missed my quarterback. Because he goes, this is what she said to Justin Tuck. He, she was like, that was a great win against the decimated Cowboys. And he goes, decimated? <laughs> they're only missing one guy. Like, totally called her out on it. <laughs> You guys didn't Good see that? Him, man. That guy cracks me up. He like completely <laughs> called her out on it. He was like decimated. Whatever. Decimated. And then they no went back to the Then they went back to the yeah, studio. Yeah, Yeah, then they went back to the studio and Strahan was like, "What is this decimated stuff?" He's like, "Romo is not going to, you know, stop these uh runners and whatnot. I forget what he said. But anyway, um, so we're looking forward to that game. Hopefully the Cowboys will suck as much as they did last week and the Redskins will not suck as much as we did last night. Um, our defense is good, I have to say. They held up pretty strongly. Our defense is pretty good. They, they did not play as well this past week. Almost, uh, almost, uh, I must say, almost, uh, they gave a 23, although one was on a really short field because of the block card, but man. We need Sean it, Springs. It, you get mad because you need them to, to, to shore up and do and, and hold them like they've been doing for the most. But man, offense has got to help them out. Six points. I know, dude. And at one point in the middle of the game, they did step back up after they'd given up a score and they held the uh, 
Steelers to like negative six run, a negative four run, and a negative one run. Yeah. Remember they had to punt? And then the offense mm-hmm. still didn't do anything. Or they started to move it, remember? And then Jason Campbell got down there and threw an interception. Yep. Yep. He actually had two picks breaking that streak, finally. Um, well, hopefully yeah, he won't open just, the floodgates to that. Yeah, I think they were just pretty – I think they just got tired too, man. Because they're – I mean, the time of possession was pretty equal, but they were on the field all the time, mm-hmm. it seemed like. And just the mistakes and the penalties, just blah, 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 blah. Let's move on. We need Sean Springs is all I'm saying. Anyway, hopefully yeah, Sean, Sean – needs to come back. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back for Dallas and that we can uh, – and this, I guess they have off the whole next week, right? And so it's just one week of practice. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling a lot of the guys are probably going to be in, even if they have a couple of days off. I think a lot of guys are going to be in studying film and trying to figure out what's wrong. They because need to I'm work on that off. Beyond where the last few weeks where we've all been upset and the team has apparently been upset, and they're just like, you know, we should be blowing these guys out. You know, we're playing the Lions. We should beat them by three scores and. You, you know, the teams like that, I can't believe we lost to St. Louis because they're not very good. It was their first victory of the year. You know, it goes beyond that kind of annoyance where you're getting, getting pissed off because you want your team to be that a team you feel is really good that you want them to blow to blow these lesser opponents out. It's gone beyond that now. At this point, it's like, what in the heck is wrong with us? Tons of penalties, lack of focus. People are People looked really old and just basically got beat. Like we've been saying, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's more than just saying, oh, we should be beating the teams that we should be beating and, and we're competing against the good teams. There's there's a little bit more wrong, I think, than that. Yeah, the Steelers are a really good team, but there's no way we should have given up 23 points to them. Mm-hmm. No way. And there's no way that the offensive line should have been that, 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 that. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully we can turn it around during this bye week. Plus, I have to point out, and I've said this to other people. We had five preseason games and have the last bye week. Our dudes are tired. Yeah, dude, that's a good point. We've played one, at least one, sometimes two football games more than the people we've played the last few weeks. Dude, that's true. That is true. And that's kind of weak that they gave us the last We've uh, We've already played week. 13 games. I think... I think Kelly Johnson on Comcast on the pregame, she was talking to Roger Goodell um, about it, actually, because he was there at the game, as everyone probably saw, because they kept showing him hanging out in the booth all, like, all lounging with the Danny. Um, yeah, it's it, – she was asking him about that. She was like, you know, they had five preseason games, and they get the last five weeks. Is there any reason behind that, basically? And he didn't really – he didn't really have a good answer except for that. That's just – how the cookie crumbled that this year. Right. Oh, we didn't think about so, that. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. And yeah, Clinton we Bordis made sure that Washington had a home game the night before uh, the election. And Clinton Bordis was already kind of um, talking about that earlier in the year when they when they planned the like all of their away divisional games up front, like saying that they were trying to squeeze Washington out early in the season. It sure does seem like it, but you know. As much as we're we're disappointed with with losing this game, we're six and three. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Through a tight division, dude. We're six and three. True. It's a tight division. We're still in really good shape with the wild card. We might still be in the lead for the wild card right now. I'm not sure. I still think wow. we're gonna have to win eleven games to get into the wild card. The way this thing's shaping up, dude. You might be right. You 
might be right. It might be one of those years where 10 and 6 is not good enough. Which is a rare year. Which is a rare year, but happened to us once before. I think it was mm-hmm. 1986. So, so here's, here's a question. Uh, who do we pull for in the uh, Philly Giants game? Dude, that's a good question. I knew you were going to say that. Because <laughs> um, last week, people were like, well, do you root for the Giants to beat the Cowboys, or do you root for the Cowboys to beat the Giants to knock them down a game? It's like, you root for the Giants. It pains you. I can't it pains you. I can't pull for the for the Cal. I'm sorry. I can't pull for the Eagles because I hate them dude, second to Dallas. Dude, that's how I feel, and it pains me. Yeah. It pains me to do it. I, I don't know, dudes. I gotta, you know, I want the Giants to lose. How about this? I, I don't want. What. I don't want the Eagles to win, but I do want the Giants to lose. How about a tie? Maybe a tie. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little little tie. tie. Sweet, a tie is awesome. what I'm wishing for. Wouldn't that be awesome if they tied? <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna go put all my money on that to happen. If you did, you'd <laughs> win. Dude, if you drop lunch. twenty on it, you'll 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 be a thousand air. I know. Nice. A thousand air. <laughs> all right. Well, what else we got? What else we got? Well, I think Tom um, took a break this week, kind of like the Redskins did. So we don't have Tom's trivia. I think he was just disgusted. I think he was. He probably just woke up. Yeah, he was probably up all night. He was at the game. He didn't get home till like two in the morning. That's true. That's true. And then he was probably so mad he couldn't um, sleep. Let's just say that we did get some Tom's trivia answers from last week's question, and uh, it is kind of a a day to be playing those answers at least, but. what? We could just we could just hang on to it till next week. Yeah, we'll hang on it till next week. And uh, let me see. Uh, that leaves us with one more segment. And let's see if I can get it right this week. No, it'll, you'll start playing. You know, I'm surprised we haven't heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing the music next week. No more of this. Where are you now? Music. All right, dudes. This week's "Where Are You Now?" was actually um, came at the suggestion of Harry Hall Football's very own John Adams. So, uh, well, it's, not, it's actually from both of us. Who is it? From Aaron, from Aaron and myself. We talked about it yesterday or last night. We were like, "That's a really good one." Well, this would this one. Yeah, I was gonna say this would definitely be Aaron's dog, considering he still has that big number seventy-seven jersey. If um, if and you do not know who I am talking about <laughs> um, this player played offensive tackle slash guard uh, and uh, he played for the Washington Redskins from 1994 to 2000 he uh, then went to the Cleveland Browns for a year and came back to the Washington Redskins in 2002 none other than when it comes time to eat I am not a patient man Trey Johnson it's one of the best quotes ever but it's, it's almost as good as the one time when they interviewed him and he said, man, we suck. <laughs> uh, yeah. His other great quote was, man, we suck. <laughs> That's what he said after the game. Trey Johnson. It was awesome. They're like, how do you feel about the game today? Man, we suck. <laughs> That's how. That's what he would have said yesterday, man. Trey Johnson, where is he now? Not a lot on Trey Johnson these days. I think he's quietly living his post-NFL career uh, somewhere in Maryland. And I believe he's teaching and coaching football um, at 
What? <laughs> Where's that? The Latin school. Is that like a prep school or something? Uh, dude, it is. Apparently, it's an independent college prep school for uh, it's boy for boys only. In grade two, <laughs> dude, do all the boys there have stinky cats? Dude, I, <laughs> I, I do not know. I do not know. They have a really interesting crest. Oh, do they know how to flush the toilet? <laughs> do they forget to flush the toilet on a daily basis? Dude, and I thought that this was fitting. The the um, <laughs> dude, I thought this was fitting for, for Trey Johnson. The um, the little slogan of the uh, Landon School in Latin on their crest. <laughs> it, it says, "It says virtute a non vi." Which means it's time to eat. <laughs> which means when it's time to eat, I am not a patient man. <laughs> no, it actually means exactly. we can't beat any prep schools, man. We suck. Oh man! It, it, it means by virtue, not by force. So, man, we suck by virtue, not by force. Dude, I was pretty certain that he was a car dealer. No, he's not, dude. He is not. Man, I never get that right. The Landon School. By the way, if you want to see that crest, uh, maybe Aaron, you could throw the uh, logo of it up on the on the podcast here. I could, but I'm probably too lazy to. But you know what? Trey Johnson was one of my favorite linemen of all times, and I do have his jersey. Dude, and I still in his wear it. prime, we love that guy, man. With his prime, they would pull behind him, and he would just be just devouring. Uh, blockers all the way down the field. People would try to get up and get around, and he'd just be like, ah, ah, ah. I mean, his arms were flailing. People would just like shrink and like dissipate. Dude, remember when? Remember when he got uh, kicked out of that game, and he was like, "It was a playoff game, wasn't it?" Yeah, I don't remember why he got kicked out. But I think so. what's that noise? Years, right? I think someone's trying to call me on call waiting because it keeps going beep. Anyway. um Remember he was like pumping his helmet on his way down to the tunnel and stuff, like in the air, like yeah. And I still have that picture somewhere on my computer of him doing that, like while he's getting escorted off the field by some little like teeny dude in a Redskins jacket. By some John Adams sized dude. Some intern guy whose job is like, who knows what it is. But anyway, yeah, he was awesome, dude. Anyway, that was a good. Where are they now? He was a. He was awesome. He was. He was a hell of a guard. I think he played left guard mostly, and he was, he was fantastic. Dude, you know, you know, he's from New York. He's he's like born in Manhattan. Really? Yeah. I know he went to Temple. He did get which I didn't even know they had a football team. He did. Oh. He was uh yep the thirty first pick in the nineteen ninety four draft. Yeah, at Temple, yeah. where he actually stayed and played his fourth year. I think it was his fourth year because as a grad student. Surprisingly, you know why, dude? Here's smart guy. Here's because smart at guy. Temple they included the uh, they included a meal plan for all their students, much as you wanted. To do. <laughs> that was part of his graduate stipend. Anyway, all right, dudes. Well, there yeah. it is, Trey Johnson. <laughs> anyway, I think that about wraps it up. Um, send us some email, Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball dot com. Um, give us a call on the Hog line if you got a comment. And don't forget to go through our site this Christmas holiday season for gifts, and we'll get a little cut that keeps the podcast. Yeah, just 
Just click on the tab at the top. It says shop. There's lots of choices there for for your friends and loved ones. Amazon, eBay. And it doesn't cost you anymore. It's just they they take a cut out of what you pay. It doesn't cost you anymore or anything like that. It's like going through a link on any other website. It doesn't cost you more, but it helps us out. It it helps bring you this fine quality entertainment week after week. You know what else it's good for? (laughs) It's good for shopping for those um, holiday parties that you have at your office or place of employment. There's lots of options there for you. Like Kegworks? Yeah, like Kegworks. Uh, there's a cigar shop on there. You know, impress the uh, impress your CEO you know, as you're trying to climb your way up the corporate ladder by buying him those cigars. And there's always the ever-popular Dallas Cowboys bullet hole T-shirt that is so there, famous. There is that. Or, or if you're Trey Johnson size, you can even shop at Living XL. Or you can just get yourself that's a Harry Hog. You can just get yourself a Harry Hog football mug or uh, shirt or something of that nature. Josh, do you sell the thongs on there? <laughs> um, the, thongs, the thongs were taken off. However, if there's enough demand, we can bring them back. <laughs> All right. So if you want a Harry Hog thong, <laughs> just send us an email. I'll tell you what. If three, if three people send us emails at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com and say, I want a thong. No, no, no. You have to say, I want a Harry Hog thong. I want a Harry Hog thong. <laughs> We will put the thongs back on the website for you to purchase. You just gotta say, I As want a matter of fact, if you call the hog line and leave a message requesting a hairy hog thong, <laughs> we might put your message a lot on the uh, on the next podcast. A hairy hog yellow cake thong. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, dudes, <laughs> I think that about wraps it up. We'll talk to you guys next week. And yes, we will have a show in the bye week. I don't know how long it's going to be, but we have a show every week, so that means next week we got to fill some dead air. And we'll talk more. (laughs) And then the following week, we got the Cowboys. So remember, in these next two weeks, leading up to the Cowboys game, as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, Since the time of the caveman, the male species has been, well, hairy. In today's modern world, however, stress, antidepressants, and even diarrhea can cause a man to be short on hair. Well, men, I've got great news for you today. Introducing X-Minch, the only approved hair extensions just for men. Why settle for spray-on hair when in just a few minutes you can achieve that flaxen chestnut stallion look you've always wanted? And because X-Mentions is approved, you'll never have to worry about being made fun of by your co-workers for having so-called clip-on hair again. Before trying X-Mentions, ask your doctor or priest if hair extensions might be right for you. Although it is approved, side effects may include stubbornness, overconfidence, and cougar attraction. If you experience cougar attraction for more than four hours, contact your wingman immediately to avoid long-term relationships. As with other unapproved hair extension products, X-Mention may cause severe diarrhea and sometimes vomiting by the opposite sex. 
avoid operating machinery while wearing X Mentions longer than the standard six inches. X Mentions is a new day for men's hair.